Hi there, it's Bill Price, it's Time Out. It's about coaching leadership. And it's my privilege to invite you into this coaching session. And today's coaching session is about the leader as coach. And I wonder how today's session, um, how this agenda sounds to you, how excited you are. And I'm wondering what's your reaction um, as you grab a piece of A4 page and or an A4 page and pull it closer and get yourself ready. Um, I'd like you to uh, divide the page into four equal squares and um, we're going to be looking at uh, the leader uh, with a mindset of a coach, with the heart of the coach. I'm going to be sharing information with you uh, in each particular block um, and then what I'd like you to do is to assess yourself and then create an action plan which I will coach uh, nearer the end, of, uh, the end of the session, closer uh, when we begin to share with you. And I'll be using powerful coaching questions which will guide your thinking and take you into deeper levels of personal integration. I do hope that our coaching approach uh, in our sessions is uh, quite different to lecturing because I want you to assess all the time. So I don't want you to wait until um, we've finished giving you all the information. I'd like you to pay attention to each item and um, then rate yourself uh, on 1 to 10 on uh, each of the particular criteria that we're going to share with you. Self-knowledge is one of the greatest, greatest focus points of an effective leader. The ability to be able to know myself, because as I know myself, I begin to know how grace works within my life. I begin to know how my spirituality works. I begin to know how my competencies knit together with my skills and my expertise, my knowledge, my wisdom, my experience, my finesse that uh, clicks into action. Every good and effective leader is a leader that has a very, very good connection in terms of knowing themselves. So let's look at the leader as a coach. And there are four blocks on the A4 page that you have in front of you. And um, the block on the top left-hand corner, I would like you to uh, title the uh, competencies that a leader needs for a coaching mindset. The competencies that a leader needs for a coaching mindset. Leadership simply means that I'm working with vision, I'm working with drive, I'm working with emotional intelligence, I'm working with um, maturity intelligence, I'm working with uh, trusted influence, I'm working with um, empowerment, but when I become a coach, I'm shifting from just influencing to intentional influencing. I'm shifting very, very intentionally to help each team member that I'm coaching, either on an individual basis or as a team basis, and we do have team coaching programs and individual uh, coaching programs available and you can email me on billprice, bill.price at me.com uh, for more information.
what are the competencies that I need as a leader? What do I need to embrace? What do I need to weave into my fiber, into my makeup for me to shift from just leading to leading with a coaching perspective? Well, there's some competencies that I would need to gain, that I would need to read about, that I would need to practice and with great intentionality focus on and develop. And here are some of the core competencies that is found in coaching that is not found in training or, or necessarily in management. A coaching competency is an ability to be an equality to be able to perceive and to affirm and expand a person's potential. One of the amazing things that Christ the rabbi had was in his Jewish essence was to be able to read another person's essence. Everywhere when one reads in scripture and Jesus saw a man, what was he looking at? He was looking at more than just the physical. He was looking at the person's essence, their potential, their capacity to expand, their ability, their destiny, their sense of being, their dignity, their identity. And leading people with a coaching perspective means that I need to enlighten myself and heighten my capacity to be able to perceive the potential of a person, to be connected to their particular dream. Another competency is the ability to maintain and establish a trust within our relationship space. Now, trust is not something that is demanded simply because of my position. Trust is something that is earned. And good leaders earn the trust of their people. And to be able to earn the trust of people, you need to switch on intentionality within relationship space when you meet one-on-one -on -one or when you meet with a group and your team in a group or a team uh, context. Another competency that needs to be switched on, learnt about, woven into my being is the capacity to engage in listening, to understand. Listening is more than just listening to words, being able to reflect them. It's about understanding the person while they're talking, while they're sharing, to live in that moment without switching on judgment, without switching on what I think is the solution, to listen in an open mind. Martin Bubler, the Jewish philosopher, said, Come with me to a place where there is neither right nor wrong. A place where... It just simply is a space where you and I can simply be, where you can share what you think and it's safe, where I can share what I think and it's safe. That in, in itself is an art and a competency. Another competency is the ability to be able to process while the person is talking in present tense. So in other words, your mind is going big picture, you're referring to the big picture, 
you uh, bouncing it off in terms of process as you understand it, and you're also looking at what would be the effects, the impacts, and the consequences and outcomes uh, as the person is talking. All of that doesn't generate comment. It must generate the next question, the next core question. Another competency is the capacity to ask powerful core questions. Einstein, when he discovered the theory of relativity, asked a very powerful core question. The question went, what would it be like if I sat at the edge of a light beam and traveled at the speed of light? What would the world look like? What would I look like? What would I see? If I threw a ball in the air, would I catch it from behind? Would I catch it from the front? What would my hairstyle look like? And when you Google the Encyclopedia Britannica and you see Einstein's picture, you understand his hairstyle because that's what it looks like when you travel at the speed of light. It's like... The other competency that a leader needs to have to shift from leading into a leader coach is the ability to clarify and summarize. The ability to clarify and summarize reality. Another competency is the ability to see the team member and to keep them in a clear focus in terms of their own intention. Another competency is the capacity to invite possibility and to invite debate around that possibility. To put the team member into a what-if situation and let them think out aloud and simply hear it and be in awe of their thinking. Another competency is about helping team members to create a supportive system and structure around them. Our job as leaders is when we weave these competencies into our style of how we lead, we are going to begin to shift from becoming a leader to becoming an extraordinary leader because we're paying attention to coaching competencies. Take a moment and just browse over these competencies that you've written in the top left-hand square on your page and rate each one out of 10. The scores from 7 and below are the competencies that you really, really, really need to pay attention to. Another way to shift you out of your ego bubble very quickly would be to give these competency list to your team that you're leading and ask them to rate you anonymously and get someone to add the scores and get a team perspective of their experience of how you're doing on this. It quickly bursts your bubble and you get a perspective as to the impact of how you think and how they're experiencing it and that difference. And then to ask people in your team How could I improve in this particular competency? What three steps do I need to take to improve how I do that with you? And collate that information and begin to intentionally develop your coaching style of leadership. In the top right-hand square, 
I'd like you to take the opportunity to write down the following list, and we're going to call these proficiencies. In other words, it's the capacity to be proficient in the ability to. So a coaching leader is proficient in engaging in conversations that are very conscious, very realistic, and provocative. So how awake and aware are you of the provocateur in your being? Another proficiency is about revealing the client to themselves, skillfully and with great art, allowing your team member to see themselves for themselves, maybe for the first time. And without saying, I told you so, or look how good I am, just breathe and let that moment be. Another proficiency is the ability to elicit greatness within people, the ability to expand them and to see how they see their greatness. Another proficiency is about enjoying the person with whom you are now connecting in a coaching interaction, to enjoy that person fully and totally and completely as they are. Another proficiency is to expand the client's best efforts and not just to allow them that the last one, at least they tried, but to really expand them, to challenge them. Another proficiency is about navigating people with curiosity, allowing them to explore the next idea with enthusiasm and passion. The next one is about Realizing that you have a capacity to hone in on what's most important, to cut the fluff. The ability to communicate with clarity and focus is another proficiency. To be able to champion the cause of the team member. To help them to enter into new territories. And to love reality because reality is truth. And truth is reality and to design supportive environment around the person that you're coaching and to get to a place where you respect them in terms of their humanity. Take a moment and rate yourself on each of these proficiencies and again turn it into a 360 um, with your team so that you could go into a personal diagnostic and learn about yourself and the gaps and yeah, the things where you need to grow as a leader in a very, very conscious way. Asking people to tell you their perception and their experience of you is reality. And that reality is where you have your greatest growth gift. The bottom left-hand corner and frame or square, I'd like you to write down um, coaching questions and question areas, coaching questioning areas. In other words, you're paying attention to questioning the areas in which the person is walking into. And the questions that you need to be paying attention to um, are questions about what you've just said and the issue that you're working with. Is it solvable in totality 
or is it solvable or not or is it solvable partly and what is solvable and what is not solvable so you need to explore the area of is it solvable the second area that needs to be explored is the risk what needs to be reduced what are the risks that are very very real in this situation a risk is something that will uh, topple the yacht it'll blow over the yacht and um, a challenge is just something that is either like a molehill or a mountain and is something that I can tackle and work through with creativity. But a, but a risk is something that will really, really cost me, something that will bite me. Something else we need to question while we're listening in the process of coaching is, could there be a better way? Another area that we need to question is about success. Is success something that the person must focus on? Or will success be a byproduct if we pay attention to other things? We need to question delay and its cost. We need to question things like, where's the answer? Where do they think is the answer? We need to question, how is self-confidence being expressed right now? We need to pay attention to momentum and timing and pacing and direction. We need to question, um, are there problems versus opportunities? And what's the difference in the person's point of view? We need to question how aware the person is, how conscious the person is. And when we apply these questions into a relationship environment that's built on trust, working on outcomes, we're shifting from just leading to coaching people with intentionality. So rate yourself and do a 360. The final square on the right-hand side bottom is about the style. And my style in hearing, in terms of coaching, is the ability that I have as a leader to hear what is actually being said, to listen between the lines, that my response is clean and honest, and that I constantly respect the other person's point of view. I'm not uh, becoming um, authoritarian and superimposing my way of doing it right. I'm taking the client's concerns seriously. Um, I'm speaking with simplicity. I'm working in collaboration with. I'm keeping up with where the person is. I'm using words that is uh, understandable or that are understandable. I'm assured. I'm totally focused on the person that I'm coaching and I'm comfortable with them having the problem and looking at the impacts. That I have a sense that I'm with them and they have that sense that I am with them. I'm there, fully alive, fully engaged. Take a moment to um, rate yourself on the style and then ask your team to rate you and then work with the gaps. 
It's my privilege and pleasure to coach you. Until next time, it's Bill Price.